This episode of the B3 Podcast is brought to you by Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. I think we should start with Todd's hockey. Whatever you want, man. I, I, I don't come prepared. I just come with arms wide open. Like Scott Stapp and Creed? <laughs> I don't even get that. Of course you don't. Brought to you by Travis Breton, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. With the regular crew, the Todd father switched up. Everybody switched up their meal tonight. Yeah, I, uh, I, I don't know. This is the point of the year where I get tired and I... I don't know why a hamburger, the Bones Burger, sounded good tonight, and that's 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 where I went. And not only that, but I ordered it about thirty seconds before the Josh Thompson coaches show, and he he like stammered around for a minute. He's rarely at a loss for words. I made him choke on say. a splinter for yeah. a second. I went with the uh, catfish sandwich, excellent. Yeah, you know what they do, and I want you people out there in Radio Internet Land on the web crawler. Who's listening to me right now? On AOL, <laughs> they toast. You've the got bun. mail. They've toast. They toast the bun. They do. They and do. That's toast the, the key bun. because that, you know, that catfish stands up against it. Then, yeah. You know, they work in tandem. It's not just that the bun is the vehicle for the catfish. You, 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 you cook and season at every level of cooking, Todd. And if anybody appreciates it, it's you. I, I, I do. It was, and then I had the small nachos. As a appetizer, Brian, no, those look like the small nachos. Well, the the I will get, the big one is big, but I was I, I'm it glad was a whole you, plate. I'm glad you're telling the true story because no, I thought you I, were going to stick with just I that fish sandwich. Sure, I wasn't <laughs> sure. There was a lot more. <laughs> can I shout back? Yes. Can I jump shout, in? Yes, back. Can I jump in the DeLorean and go back seven days? Yes. Uh, tots are nothing special in general. They are the, uh, you know, they're the third line in hockey, as you'd say, for... for, for oh, God. Just oh. teasing. He's teasing Todd's hockey minute. Nevertheless, they're, they're you know, they're, they're, not the main, they're not the main offender. The Tots here are really good. They're crispy and delicious. Here being Redbones. Here at Redbones. Montgomery. I think we've covered the menu pretty well. Well, I will say this. After your display last Wednesday night when we came in here on Saturday evening and, and got food, I ordered the pork chop sandwich with the, the famous glaze. The, the apple cinnamon, the apple glaze. cinnamon glaze. How was the glaze? It was really, really good. I've been, you know, I told them I actually went in the back and made that myself, but it, that's not true. So for all six people still listening, uh, let's talk some basketball. <laughs> I, first, I just want to start with this. I've been three years. I've been mouthing off about Bloomfield, <laughs> and for starting the year, they were ranked real high and 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 couldn't dribble with both hands. And I will apologize. They played Lagodi tough, and they went to the Cougar Den. No, was it? Yeah, yeah, it was at the Cougar. Yeah, it was at the Cougar Den. We know that. Yeah. Um, and uh, they got a win over Coach Dalrymple's Cougs. So Bloomfield, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say you're for real, and congratulations on, uh, on a big victory. That uh, listen, the Dow would agree wholeheartedly. Nor Davis got to start scoring some points. Well, and, and and I'll I'll pick you up on Bloomfield right off the bat. A lot of times where you have kind of said your piece, I don't I don't think you've talked trash. 
no, no. I think no. I think you just wish that he their is ske- in waste management. Well, yeah, yeah. but I, I think you wish their schedule would be more, um, you know, more more difficult. But you've always done it right in front of Josh Thompson, who is oh a, gr- a a Bloomfield uh, a and a uh, and, and a Green County defender. I'll take another. Thanks. To you yeah. know to to the end of the earth. So, uh, so it's not like you you know it's not like you've done it in, you, in, in, a, in a you know Paula Abdul hit and run situation. You've done it in front of Mr. Bloomfield. I have. That's right. The coach of the Vikings, Josh Thompson. I want to ask him sometime in the state championship game when he was at Bloomfield if he regrets sticking his tongue out at the camera when he got announced. <laughs> you ever notice that? <laughs> yeah, he did. I like the karate kick through the number better, but whatever. <laughs> But, yeah, you're right, I have. And uh, so congratulations, Bloomfield. Um, do we want to talk about the end of the game? Little, uh, well, let's I, was go back. The only, well, I was the only one who was there. Before that, let's go back to North Davis scoring. I thought Dow was very honest on the postgame show. I loved it. He said, guys, I don't know. Uh, we've got to score more points. It's on me, and i got to figure it out. What do you do, Deco, when, you, when you've got a team that can score points that's not scoring points? Well, I mean, what, what do we do? Yeah, I, I don't know. And – it's hard to change your identity three-fourths of the way through the season. Right. And having, uh, you know, the, the opportunity to, you know, watch some of these kids coming through, <laughs> coach one of them. Um, you know, I'm going to say it. I just, I just don't think North Davies and, and, and their, their skill set is – he he doesn't want to be in the 30s, and I'm, and he's not trying to be in the 30s. Right, yeah, but they used and, to be, and, and that's where Brent is so good. Is is he, uh, you know, he he's not the same with everybody. He does adapt to talent and year by year, but uh, yeah, it, it it's certainly a thing. The the good news for them is they've got they've got three weeks to 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 kind of go back to the drawing board, figured out a little bit. But I also think one of the things that that North Davies does is with Jalen out there running the show, they're basically almost never going to turn it over, so they're not going to take crazy shots or bad shots or contested shots. It's not in their their, their – it's not in their DNA. Everything you've just said sounds like a team scoring in the, in the in, high 50s or 60s. Yeah, and, and uh, I – I don't, I don't know. I don't either. And I've watched, I'm not going to say I've watched a lot of the Cougars this year, but I've watched a decent amount. And yeah. if someone came to me, why are they not scoring? I don't know either. Todd, you're the, they, they you're did the miss, sports they editor. They did miss what? some shots. Okay. And, and, I mean, sometimes it seems like, some, sometimes it seems like, you know, the rims are tight. You know, where, where they'll miss a couple of shots. I don't know how many games they've come out and just – well, was it the Bar Reeve game? Did they have an early lead in that one? Yeah, eight nothing, ten se- nothing, se- something. No, seventeen to ten. Seventeen ten. Okay. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> it seems like how they come out is how they end up playing. Yeah. If they come out hit early, then you know. But yeah. but listen, I think they'll figure. I really do. I think they'll figure it out. But I I, I don't know what. I well, don't like know. I said, like I said, it's late in the season to be changing. Too the much. three games they've lost are Bloomfield, who was ranked number two at the time. Yep. Uh. Bar Reeve, Pretty who good is, team. who's Bar Reeve? Moving up the Brino Power Rankings. And <laughs> and the other one was, uh, wasn't it Blackhawk? Yeah, Fort Wayne Blackhawk. Okay, I mean. You're right. Yeah, you're right. The, I, think, I don't, I don't I, think, we're, we don't think we, we, it's time to go to the boat, Dad. No. It's and lower the lifeboats on the Titanic. I, the, you know. But I think Dow's frustration after the game, talking to some Cougar fans, what I've seen, when you, when you score in the – 
in, in the high 30s, low 40s, everybody's in the game. Right. Everybody's in the game. And, and that's – Lagodi will be in that sectional final. Barry will be in that sectional final. And, and, and I, North Davies. And I, and, I, and I think that's, that's what worries him because I still believe, and I don't want to get ahead of the script here, but, you know, I still believe, you know, talent-wise – if you ask anybody coming into the season, or maybe all the way, you know, up to up to Christmas, who, you know, who's who's the best team in in sectional sixty three, uh, you know, it was still North Davies. And, and listen, losses happen, and and, sure, and, sure. and 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 upsets happen. But I think you know, if you play the best of seven, best of thirteen, best of a hundred, you know, I think well, most people would probably take their chances with North Davies' March talent. Fifth, uh, somebody's got to play their best. Yeah. Somebody's going to have to play their best that night. What's the sectional draw? Two weeks? Sunday. It's Sunday, isn't it? Sunday. Sunday, yeah. It's this Sunday? It is this Sunday. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It is this oh, Sunday. It's, it's almost time to wrap up this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Kurt Angle. <laughs> but, hey, listen, it's... I, and you guys are going to say it, and I think it's the next segment or whatever. Oh, no, we don't no, have no. segments. I just have yeah, ideas. But <clears throat> that thing will be decided... Uh, a lot on Sunday night when we see what the draw is. You're right. Um, nobody's heard it, Barry. Nobody's heard it. I watched Lagodi last night. I went to that. Uh, I did a thing, as all the cool kids say. Well, I, I think of you as a cool kid. So you don't. No, but um, not even a little bit. Um, you know, I mean, I realize that Washington Catholics zero and fifteen, and you beat them by how many? 60. 60, yeah, and that right. one last night was 65. And yeah. I, I, oh, I, yeah, I thought you were talking about that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, I, and I mean, and did Lagodi look very, very good during that game? Yes, they did. They, they were 15 of 26, I think, from the three point line. Yeah. And, and, uh, Bledsoe was, had eight out of 10, you know, and, and they scored at will, you know, uh, inside. Right. But, do you glean anything out of that? Was his eight three pointers better than Caden's ten three pointers? You know, it's it's just it, we won't know anything till we know something. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's true. Uh, do we want to talk about the end of the North Davis Bloomfield game? And, and there was some ugliness, and it came from a former player, and uh, he and North Davis fans, I think, felt like we were awfully kind to that young man, and for him to. Uh, to be less than uh, sportsmanlike toward them. I, I will say this. When I first heard about it, went back and looked at it, while, you know, the, the John, Jonathan, is that right? Uh, Their announcer. Yeah, yeah. Jonathan. Uh, good job <laughs> in not going too far because that's what I was afraid of on a live mic and, well, and uh that could have gotten uh, could have gotten out of hand, and, that, and that's where I, you know, I, I don't want to speak, and I'm not going to call him the kid anymore. He's he's yeah. he's two he's years been to yeah. college past, and and uh, you know, but well, I'll just say his name, Jack Townsend. I, you know, I I don't know, and I'll and I'll hear about this from North Davies. I'm sure I've not I've I, not talked to. Brent. I don't think you will, but go ahead. I, well, no, I've not talked to Brent. I've not talked to to our friend John Mullen. I I don't know what. The fans or the student section was saying prior. I I I don't know. I don't have what's the word I'm looking for. I don't have you don't you have pers- the global picture. perspective. I don't, uh, yeah, the whole perspective. I I don't. And if you know, when you go somewhere, we, come, we should say this. When you come back to somewhere, yeah, one would hope 
that where they treated you well. Yeah. One would hope that you would respond in kind. Almost, I mean, like I can think back of Zdeno Chara coming back to the Bruins after, yeah. you know, he left them after does, so many do, years. Do you, does Shut that up, take God, off for the hockey God, minute? Or yeah, does that's that? it. Mark it out. And, and everybody, you got a great round of applause, no, nevertheless. Well, <laughs> no, but, and that's where I, I that's where I, I don't want to go too far because I just don't know. And right. and, and even and let, let's let's go worst case scenario with a, a twenty year old coach. Even if he got emotional and did something in the heat of the moment, God dang, there is there are things that I did at that age. Oh my goodness! In my twenty, well into my twenties, where I'm just like, dude, I I wish I would not have done that. And he will too and, one of these days. And so so I, I I'm just I'm, I know I'm kind of talking out of both sides of my mouth. Um, Actually, that wasn't the orifice I was thinking. You well, were okay, about, but, but no, I, 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 I think, I think, I think Jack is a, a unique. Uh, I think he's a unique. Uh, I think he's a unique person. I really do. Um, he was a unique player. Uh, fun to watch. Probably not the funnest to coach all the time, but I also know he has a passion for what he does. And uh, this is where my hot take about the eliminating handshake lines. Yeah. Is proven true yet again for the 115th time. Yeah, that was that was on your list for sure. Let's move on, Barry Jasper. Last night, um, I was I, I'm going to ask you because I didn't I didn't end up going. I, I watched it on your broadcast. You and Jeff did a great job, of course, and and uh, Sam and and Marty did a good job on the JV game. But I watched it on the YouTube. Um, I don't know. I, I heard rumor maybe Jasper was missing somebody. I don't know. I thought they wore out at the end. Yeah. I, I, I don't think they were competitive at all in the fourth quarter. That game was Bar Reeves the entire fourth quarter. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if, if Jasper went away from the game plan. They went a long, long time without scoring a basket. Well, and 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 I'm sure if if you go down to you know Dubois County today, they'll say you know they'll want to talk about nothing but officiating. Sure, sure, but. The bottom line is, you know, you, you talk about team identities. I think, you know, Coach sitting behind us, but, you know, Toby Madison, Craig Nepp, Eric Yoder, Dean Scott, I think the identity of this Bar Reef team is just figuring out a way to win. And and I know it didn't work out at South Knox the other night, but it's it's being able to get a little physical, get nasty, and just, and just you know, everybody always says, well, what's going to happen when Hagen has an off night? Well, Hagen Nepp was 5 for 17 last night. He started – Start beginning and he, and he it was like he's going to carry, and he was three for three, and then went. So he was two yeah, for right, fifteen right. after that. I, I'm glad you said that because I had that written down. And and I, I <sighs> so I think this identity of Barive is 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 you keep it close against really good teams, and you know you've got a couple killers in your seniors, and and, and when I talk about your seniors, I'm talking Caden and I'm talking Hagen who can flat out make the right play at the right time, and and they can beat just about anybody with when they get enough supplementary help, and we got that last night from in, Reed Thompson. In the two losses, the one against Modern Day and the one against South Knox that I saw, it was like everybody stood around and waited for Hagen to take over in the fourth quarter. And to a degree, he did. Yeah. You know, in both of those losses. He just didn't take over enough to get the, to yeah. get the W. And he, but that, that's sort of the thing right now is there's got to be, and I guess last night it was uh, Braden Nepp, yeah, who stepped up and and he had a, he had a three at the beginning. Well, you're, you're down six at the beginning of the fourth. Jasper has the ball, yeah. and you force a stop, and then your sophomore, who basically hasn't been able to shake free all night, 
gets free, knocks in a triple. Now it's a three-point game, and everything changes after that. And you mentioned Reed Thompson, who has been really quiet all year. Um, that was kind of that, – that was his varsity sort of coming out party, I guess. He was – even though didn't have a ton of points, what, seven? Seven. Yeah. Um, but was oh, – somebody said, why is he playing? He hadn't played before. Jasper were a big, strong, physical team. You needed a strong player. He's a senior. He, you know, he's more mature physically. He could handle what Jasper's throwing out. And and he gave Bar-Reeve what they needed, somebody to take it to the basket. Well, and that's, you know, talking to, to Josh, uh, you know, after the game last night, this is where people think things are so predetermined. You know, if Reed didn't have a great week of practice the week prior, you know, he, he probably doesn't play very much or at all. Yeah. But the kid has been practicing well. And Josh just says, listen, he, he adds something, and, and and it's showing in practice, and it's going to show up in a game. And by the way, Reed had seven points, but he missed the layup in the fourth say, quarter. He, had a, he had a couple yeah. of tip-ins that rolled off. I mean, he was super active. And the and the part that I that, that I was pleased with as a Bar-E fan is when things maybe didn't go his way. Maybe he missed a layup. He missed a free throw here. He uh, he didn't get that tip in to go in. It didn't affect his defensive effort 1%. He, he played incredibly hard, and, and he was the guy that I think you can point to and say he was the difference. Yeah, no, I agree. And and if you ask somebody that kind of casually watched that game, Hagen has, what, the first seven? Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, oh, Hagen had a big night. No, he really didn't. No. And, and, and they got they got points from, from people. I did have one thing that uh, you'd be interested in. I don't even know if you noticed it, but all, last year on the podcast when Chris and Blake and I were, were talking about Bar-Eve, and I said, what a unique position Bar-Eve is in, especially for a 1A team, but really all the way up to 4A, is that you've got juniors playing JV, mm-hmm. solely JV, and, and other than Hagen and then Caden a little bit last year. But, you know, those kids really don't have a lot of varsity. And that's I said along, this 21-22 season is going to be interesting to watch how they grow. Last night at the end of the third quarter, beginning of the fourth, whichever one it was, I kind of wish Nick Schwartz-Trooper would have been on the floor yeah. because it would have been those five. Those, and those five. five were as decorated elementary and junior high well, as any class, right? Yeah. And they would have all yeah, been on the floor They finally. were good. Now, uh, the appendum for that is is three-fourths of that career. They did, they did have a, a a kid to our north as, yeah. as their point guard. But, you know, they never lost a game. And, and, that, and that's a really unfortunate thing about Nick is is he has shown signs in a couple of games, especially the Lagoda game up at uh, – and what used to be the Graber Post, but but uh, you know injuries have kind of you know stolen a lot of his year from him. But 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 these are kids that are accustomed to winning. Yeah, just, I just for thought, the record, it's the Boyd Bobcat Classic now. Thank you. I just thought it was interesting that had had Nick been in there fine, and maybe unless they got some garbage time at well, some point, but having all five of them on the court finally. Well, and, and that's where Josh, you know, we we talked Best today, up. and he said, you know, this was. Nick's feeling better. He's playing himself in shape. Better, yeah. But you know, last night you, you you got six five six five in the post, and not just not six five sticks. I mean, those you know, Connor Foley's going to get drafted and and play. You know, he's going to be in an organization. He's already committed to play IU in base. You know, with baseball, the Heichelbeck kid. You know, two. I think they list him at two eighty. I mean, it, it, it was a hard game for him being undersized anyway. Uh, to play him, but I think Nick will figure in to what happens to Bar even the next month. Cool. 
Well, let's take a quick break here. Talk about insurance. Who's your insurance guy? My guy is this this wonderful gentleman to our east. Almost a pacer. Almost a pacer. Oh, I'll never live that down now. Our guy, Travis Brett. (laughs) Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. They're at 304 JFK Avenue. You can call them at 295-3129. One agent for all your insurance needs. If you're talking home, auto, life, business, annuities, farm. They got health plans, individual and family, Medicare, supplement plans. Just got everything that uh, you can possibly want. Right, Todd? I mean, what Absolutely. else, what else what, do you what want? What could a man want? What else do you want? I'm sure I bet he can insure a boat. A boat? A, a four-wheeler. Boat. A, can he insure a beard? Well. Are you taking a picture of me? He's no, I'm not taking a picture Oh, I thought he was taking a picture of you. <laughs> you were posed. I think I was. I was no, wrong. I'm taking a picture of Josh and Albert, and I am sending it to Bryson Graber. Backed by experience, expertise, and passion. They're part of the community and have been for years and uh, supporting lots of local events. So give them a call. Look them up on their Facebook page. That's Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. And he's a good golfer, too. While we're at it, why don't we just talk about Casa Sevilla? Casa Sevilla! In Odin, 812-636-2000. All your Mexican favorites. Uh, Mike... Of course, what was it you splashed all over your shirt? Oh, Oscar? chili Colorado. Chili Colorado. They did my best that. Todd Lancaster. It was so embarrassing. Lake's wife. I look good today. Loves the margaritas. You do look good. Todd has no fish sandwich on his, on his no shirt. No fish sandwich on my shirt. They cater events. They can use your uh, take care of your large gatherings inside their beautiful restaurant there in Odin. So give them a call, 812-636-2000, if you want takeout. That is Casa Sovia, the house of flavor. Of flavor or flavor? Flavor. Yes. Scored whether Jeff Doyle's there. That's right. That It depends. Sectional 63, my power rankings. I've had Lagodi at the top at the beginning. North Davis surged to the top for a long time. Now here comes. Barive now on top of my sectional 63 Whoa. power rankings because they're not relying on Hagen like they were. They're Like Deco said, they're, they've got other people that are stepping up. So Todd's right. It's going to come down to March 5th. 5th but Saturday right night. now, and I know the world is hanging on Brino's sectional 63 power rankings. But Barreve is number one now in that. Comments from the Todd Father. No, I've already made my comments All about right. Sectional 63. Don't get mad at me. No, I'm just saying it. I mean, I mean this. <laughs> you cannot talk Sectional 63 to a championship. You can't do it. No. All right. No. We're not, not going to say any more then. No, I, I, I think I'm not going to say your rankings are wrong. I'm not going to say I disagree with them. I, I think any reasonable person right now, Brino, from the Bari, Lagodi, or North Davies fandoms. Communities. Communities can make legitimate arguments that they should be the favorite. Which is awesome. Uh, Which is know, awesome. You know who should be the favorite? I would say this. If North Davies beats Sullivan and they beat Edinburgh, okay. then I think that they you, you've got to put them in that top spot because those are two really good end-of-the-season games. Um, I, I mean, I would think that if you can get by both of those, then then, then you've got the guaranteed one seed. Who does Barreve have left? Southridge. Uh, Southridge. No problem. 
Wood or Vincent Zervay. No problem. No and guess who next Friday on senior night? Bloomfield. That's right. And Gosh I, dang it, Brian. Oh, you're going to. And I'm not going to be uh, here. Yeah, I'm out of town. Oh, no, uh, speaking of, no show next week. So if you uh, try to tune in, and, and uh, which I know you will, uh, no show next week, but I, I'll be out of town. So No, I, I mean, I'll tell you what, can Barry beat Bloomfield? Yep. Though they'll beat, uh, no, I'm, it's a new day. They're it's not, new day. it's not a guarantee <laughs> they're going right, to beat we're Bloomfield. We're out of six, sectional 63. Uh, um, WC, we don't talk a lot about WC. We probably ought to talk about Washington, too. Hey, that Bryson Knight ate three-pointers last night. I mean, with the, very, the exception of that, you know, just down the road. Um, Heritage Hills, right? Bledsoe, yeah. Bledsoe had eight. and You guys, uh, you know, had ten from Caden. I mean, that's a nice number. That's I haven't you seen Washington shooting. since, obviously, the first night. Are, are, they, are, are they healthy? Are they getting better? They were missing the man kid, and they were missing um, – uh, Reister, yeah. Reister kids. So they're nine and nine right now, and and I, I, you know, they've got some tough games. And where is that sectional at? And why is it not at Washington? Oh my God! Here we go again. Well, Going where? I, I know. I mean, the best, well, you, you all, all you Washington people say it's the best gym in the world. Why is the freaking sectional not well, there every year, because, Todd? Because the girls finally got the it there. The girls finally they, got it there. It, oh, and they good get semi State God. And they get, um, oh, that's why. Don't talk soft. to me about that. Talk to the IHSA. No, They're, it's not the IHSA. It's the Washington it is a, Times Herald. It is a community pushing that that sectional should never be at Vincennes. It no. should never be at Princeton. It should never be at Pike Central. It should be at the Hatchet House, 7,090 seats every year. And anybody from Washington, I'm talking to you now, Hatchet Nation. If you are a shake, you, yeah, Dwayne, shake. Dwayne, I'm coming after you. If you are in the group of people who thinks that we need to spread the love around, guess I don't what? Think no, I think that. I, then why is it not there? Because the IHSA no, thinks that's, that. No, it's not. It's agreed upon by the athletic why, why would directors. Anybody go, why would anybody want to go down to Princeton? What, to, to go to Taco because the Because the yeah, athletic directors get in and they split their votes and then they don't push it. Trust me, it's almost like, Todd, we've got a board of directors member at Bar Reef High School, and I might know what I'm talking about here. I was going to say, how does that get... So we should blame Jeff lobby. Doyle for this? No, we shouldn't blame Jeff Doyle. We should blame people who are serving their own interests and okay. then others who don't fight for what's right. And what's right is a sectional in the Hatchet House and a regional in the Hatchet House. And guess what, Todd? A semi-state in the Hatchet House. Come on. Come okay. on. It only it. makes too much sense. Come on. I, I don't disagree. Boys, that it wouldn't be a great girls, place to have it. ROTC, wrestling, I they don't, don't care what it is. They it doesn't. They should wrestle at the Hatchet House. Well, they'd have to move mats. Oh, okay, carry them in. Good God, you act like this is this is complicated. No, this is like, not okay, okay, complicated. Okay. Let's it's take, the let's hatchet. Take this they wrestle argument. at Huntingburg Memorial Gymnasium. They Todd. do. That's where they. Why keep can't the mats? they wrestle at the Hatchet House? I I don't make the wrestling. I'm just. Rules. I'm, you're the Washington guy. You're getting <laughs> you're assassinated the, right now. I'm just simply saying this. Why do we have to have? Why do we have to have the Olympics, Winter Olympics in Sochi, Russia, Listen, and then China? Okay? Because I'll tell you one reason. I mean, and you and we're running out of places to have the Winter Olympics. 
There's parts of that when you Winter Park, Colorado every year by DeCourcy's. When you look at some of those aerial views, some of that outside looks like a desert. I I didn't say You know where Todd likes to play basketball at the YMCA? Everybody gets a ribbon. Oh my God. Everybody gets the ribbon. Why don't we just play it at Donut Hill? I'm simply saying I'm simply saying No, I'm making the best point. People in Princeton want it to. Okay. People in Vincennes want it to. Hey, there were a lot of years where we wanted it at Kavanaugh Court. But guess what? Why didn't you get it? Do you Why, not Todd? have the community for it? I think you do. Because we had 1,800 seats. What's the new, what's the new, the big ship? By the way, 2880. By the way, what's one of the best girls sectionals I ever saw was in Kavanaugh Court. It was tight. It was packed. Oh, really? What was that about? Oh, 15 years ago? With all due respect, Todd. Anybody that's ever been to a girls sectional championship and a boys sectional championship the fan and the and hold on the, the the differences are notable and we all have daughters and I'm not and, and and I have a wife who coaches girls sports but I think boys basketball where the IHSAA pays the bills for everything else yeah you need to put it in the best locations yep. in the best spots thank you and it was you know, a, the it, rising. It shouldn't t- have been a big deal. The girls sectional was no, at Washington. It should have never been a deal. Yeah, and I think been, that's why. Never been a thing. But but because boys were there so often, I think that's why girls weren't there. I, I think you got to dig in and battle for. How what, about we just pay for it? For Is what anything at Washington this year? Regional semi-state. I think regional and semi-state are okay. And I think it's down at Princeton is where sectional. Sectionals at Princeton. Yeah. Okay. And, and, I, and that's what got me going. That appalls me. It absolutely appalls me. And I'm not mad at anybody. You sound you mad. Sound, no, I, you do no, sound on. mad. I'm not, no, not, not individually. I, I, don't, I was not in the room. I don't, I don't know. But the, I love the Hatchet House. It's and, great. And, and the fact that that thing is sitting empty on a sectional weekend it, it violates the Geneva Have Convention. Have you been to the... <laughs> well, let me ask this much. What about Bar-Reeve hosting the 1A section? Well, that's what I was going to say. What's oh. Lagodi's seat? 4,000. Well, 4571 is what the wall says. But knowing a former principal and being a very close friend with him, I know how many seats are actually in there, even when the rollouts are out. I was going to well, say, that us, seems high. Why don't you uh, let us know how, what yeah. the number 37? is? 37? 38. 38. 38. Okay. Okay. And North Davies different now too than what it says because yep North Davies they took very, a few North bottom. Davies was never forty two hundred and they'll tell you that and and we 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 counted them one by like one when I was when, there when my high school hosted the sectional back in the day they would bring in football bleachers yep and put around I mean you, you could do that at Bar Eve on that one end where there's oh, no seat yeah I, I mean you I, could put another could. thousand there. Um, of course, we don't have football, so we'd have to go find the bleachers somewhere. Yeah, get them from the baseball field. We need to get Larry. Listen, I we laugh and joke about Gene Miller, and, and he's he won't. It's not that he won't come on the podcast. He just wouldn't ever answer me when I kept asking. But I'd like to have Larry Cochran. All right, on I'll talk, talk to Larry. I'll ask him. Yeah, come on. I, it'd be fun. I mean, we, you know. We're, no, we're but I mean, I mean, I think that he's a person who actually has been pretty motivated about getting things at Washington. And I will say this. They, they had have girls they softball have, sectional there They have year, two Washington Invitationals that, that Bari finally was able to get in. Um, Congratulations. In golf, yeah. It, we talk about clawing your way in, but we got in. 
I think we're in both of them this year, so that's good. But let's not go into that. But, uh, okay. All right, my, you know, my, wait. Let me just say, should this. never sit. Empty. You know, one of them the hatchet used house to be. should never sit empty. Yeah, no, I agree. Yep. It, the, have you ever been to the wigwam in Andrews? I have been to the. I've wigwam. never been there. I have been to the. Go the ahead. one thing I was going to say is one of those two invitationals used to be. Thank you, the Washington Catholic Invitational. Oh yeah, really? The the one in the cold weather. The yeah, one in the first the first one. one. Yep. Um, yeah, we'll we'll go into golf because we're going to talk about Barry golf a lot this year because. Uh, uh, should have a good year. Anyway, um, talked about that. Todd, do you want to do your hockey minute now? Who was as disappointed as I was with the, this, uh, with the Olympic this, men's team? Is this the hockey minute? I was going to play music. Okay. Uh, Let's do it. All right. The hockey minute. So you, you've you been watching. You, I've, I've still not, Todd. I watched the Bruins shootout loss last night I'm with the Rangers. I've not watched a second of the Olympics, but go ahead. Todd's Hockey Minute. Taking you hard into the boards, DeCourcy. No, I, I I think that, you know, it was a stunner that Team USA got beat last night. They did. Yes. And they, in a shootout. Is that a statement or a question? Both. <laughs> and and by the way, when everybody says you don't, you're not patriotic, I thank you both for your service to the armed forces of the United States. I had no clue. That what? I had no clue that the USA got beat last night, and both you and Brino are, are veterans. I didn't realize you were a I veteran. I was. I was a veteran of the United States Air Force, and I protected Mountain Home, Idaho, during Desert Storm. Damn. Did you get tingly right there? I did. I did. I got a little tingly right, right on there. my right leg. I mean, I remember, of course, you know, around that time, too, when we had to evacuate the embassy out of Lebanon and had to go kill Qaddafi's kids over in, I didn't have anything to in do Libya. That. But, you know, that was just me. That was just me at that point. <laughs> Well, me and about forty nine hundred of my friends, but yeah. um, no, You're I mean cutting into the hockey minute. No, my hockey minute. Your hockey minute's over. Nevertheless, like I said, I think it was disappointed, but I don't think it matters either nowadays. I think right now that the Winter Olympics are truly irrelevant. Sorry. Well, I have had a. I have. I've enjoyed the Winter Olympics throughout my life. I boy, I'm struggling. I'm no, trying. I'm, I watched the women's downhill, which I really enjoyed. Um, but that's been about it this time. Yeah. For me, it was when they let Sean White do all of them heel kicks and fancy stuff on the, the winter skateboard. Tomato. That's when that, that whole winter. Okay, real quick. Talk about, you, you've mentioned several times on text that some shootout last night. Yeah, the Bruins, Bruins got beat like, like a 10-shot shootout to the Rangers. But they get the point, so. All right, they Dico, get the tie in the point. That's been that's been Todd's, Todd's hockey minute. <laughs> oh, thank God we don't have to deal with that till next. That week. was awesome. Hey, real quick, I want to talk about our. We mentioned our good friend in jest, or Dwayne Shake of Shake Broadcasting, and uh, he's on the committee. Talks about the Washington Community Concert Series, and you can find all the information on WashingtonCommunityConcerts.com. Five shows, eighty-five bucks if you buy the season pass, or you can buy individual shows. I'm going to run through, but I do want to talk about something. Uh, April second, the Women of Rock. July twenty-third, Resurrection Journey Tribute Band. August, there's the Bon Jovi Tribute Band. October twenty-second. Paulie and the Goodfellas. We could do a whole podcast on the movie Goodfellas. I've seen it oh 8 million times. Uh, and November 13th, the Nostalgia Band featuring Bob Arthur. But I'm going to read who the women of rock. Ooh, I'm interested. Okay. Is Lita Ford one of them? Here's, here, uh, I'm just going to throw out names, and, and you, can, uh, you can just say whatever you want. Uh, somebody that I got into an argument on the Old School Red Hill podcast because the true answer to this is she is overrated, Pat Benatar. 
They cover music from her. Okay. I mean, she was. You're. you're, you're I think Pat Benatar is overrated. You better explain your stance and start making sense. Well, I, I think uh, I like Shadows of the Night. Okay, I all do right. like that. Okay, song. all right. I'm Hell is but, for children. But I'm, I think the rest of them are hit me with your best shot. Yeah. Oh my know. god! I find that frivolous. I don't know I, why. I'm, I just do. Nineteen eighty-one was frivolous. Well, to some. <laughs> How old were you in nineteen eighty-one? 17. 17? So that was you. Yeah. Yeah, you were, you were yeah. in your yeah, wheelhouse right there. <laughs> yeah. Pat Benatar, I had a heart, who I just absolutely love. There you love. go. And a Nancy. Carol King. Yeah. The greatest singer-songwriter. Singer I think we've talked about this. Have you seen the Laurel Canyon um, yeah. documentary? Awesome. I mean, you know, some people say Joni Mitchell. Some people say Carol King, but whatever. Yeah. You know. Uh, they cover songs by maybe, maybe one of the greatest songs of the 90s, The Cranberries and Zombie. Oh, yes. Oh, Doris. Or Dolores. Are we moving right into the halftime show from this? Because I'm feeling a natural yes. transition. Yeah, we can. Yeah, well, actually, let's see. Carvey and Spade podcast. Go listen to it. It's awesome. I don't even talk to it. Yeah, we're, we're right on there. Uh, Joan Jett, amazing. Yep. The, the movie, have you seen the movie yes. about the Runaways? No, I really, have not. Really good movie. Good. Um, okay. Stevie Nicks, the only. That's my wife's all-time. If Amber had one artist you could listen to and that's it and you're going to die in 30 minutes. Stevie Nicks. Stevie's the one. The Steve, Stevie. Yeah. I had a little different relationship with Stevie back in my early teens. Um, but nevertheless, no, I really didn't. Oh. No, I mean, I it wasn't a Janine Turner type thing. No, no. Uh, she's the, and I'm, I'm assuming probably still the only, because this was about three years ago, but she was the first woman ever inducted twice into the Hall of Fame um, on her own and I'm, with Fleetwood Mac. Eric Clapton is the only person to be elected three times. Ugh, I used to like him. Uh, Gwen Stefani, amazing at one time, now incredibly lame. I mean, she married, what's his name, the yeah. country dude. The country dude. Melissa yeah. Etheridge, good, nah, but very no. few hits. Not Overrated. enough to matter. Overrated. Had Paula David Crosby's child, love child. Yeah, well. straight, straight up, Paula Abdul, okay. they cover her. I'm back. Yeah, well, I, I couldn't go out the door faster on that one. but Women of Rock cover Blondie. I loved Deborah Harry go. in the day. Back in the day. Uh, she was changing the world back in the mid-70s. Somebody named Adelaide? No. Adele? Yeah. Oh. Uh, Linda Ronstadt and the Stone Ponies, baby. See, you know what? It's not Linda Ronstadt and the Stone Ponies. Linda Ronstadt was one of those David Geffen projects. Mm -hmm. And she had a little band behind her when, you know, with a guy named Henley, Fry, um, Bernie Ledden, and who's the other man? And uh, not Timothy B. Schmidt, but uh, was it? Felder. Uh, no, no. Felder, Felder oh, came uh, later. Uh, Timothy recall. B. Schmidt replaced Randy Meisner. But she had four-fifths of the Eagles as oh, no, her backup band. Joe Walsh replaced Felder. Is that right? No. Okay. Walsh and Felder were together on Hotel California. <laughs> All right. They were together on I tried. Although Joe Walsh is not considered a member of the Eagles. He has always been a hired gun. Well, his, I, uh, I have a feeling there's times when his paycheck uh, said otherwise. Yeah, I agree. Um. Let's see, Aretha Franklin, eh, whatever. Janis Joplin, 
Tina Turner, Veruca Salt. Uh, Janet Jackson, the Bengals, and the Go-Go's. By the way, this is a lot of stuff for a (laughs) two-hour show at the Washington High School Auditorium. Who's better, the Bengals or the Go-Go's? The Bengals. And I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Because Robert De Niro's calling. Well, did I I send you the picture? No. This is going to be a post-podcast. This is not. This is PG-rated. Okay. This is PG-rated, but. Different from a lot of your texts. You will be amazed at what the Bengals look or the Bengals look like today. Okay. Good. It's amazing. Back in my day. I'm moving to California is what I'm trying to say. Back in my day. Back when and, we were... and converting to Judaism. <laughs> Turns out that can add years to your life. Really? Yeah. Sammy Davis Jr. I mean just look at him. He's still doing great. I'm gonna throw this Hall sport. of Famer Rod Carew. Rod he Carew. converted. He converted. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. But I saw the Bengals you ready for this one? Yes. Back in 86, before Walk Like an Egyptian at the King's Head Inn in Norfolk, Virginia. At well, a club. Well, how much that? What, what's that seat? Standing. 500? Tops. <laughs> wow. But they were not a big band. They had not had a hit yet. No. I just lied. It was Banana Rama. I'm sorry. Okay, I was going to say walk like a. Hang on, <laughs> now, I was wrong. Speaking of my wife, she's doubly interested now. Okay, Banana Rama was Venus, the band that I saw, which was there. a remake. Yes. Um, I saw the Go Go's at the Taste of Chicago when it was about no shit, 180 degrees when I watched them, and and I was a long way away from the stage, but uh, I did see the Go Go's. Um, I just saw them in California. He won his tickets through Sirius Radio. Had VIP, you know those VIP packages they always talk about on Sirius. Yeah, he got he won one, and he got the whole nine yards, the whole backstage experience with the uh, Go Go. I'm all about all girls bands. Uh, so we, uh, as is, I'm assuming Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance, one agent for all your insurance needs. Two nine five three one two nine. Look them up on Facebook. Um, so let's go back to the halftime show. I don't we talk about the halftime show more than the Super Bowl, which was good. But which was good. The the uh, uh, every or not every. I, please, it was not every. A few older folks that I follow on social media or used to. Um, evidently, their remote control was broke, and they feel there like there was you no have turkey left watch, in the kitchen to go walk and make a sandwich. You during. have to watch the Super Bowl halftime show and then get on. Uh, social media and show your complete and utter ignorance and, and sometimes racism. We have three different generations here. Boomer, X, yeah, and then right are your the generation no, Y. No, I'm X. I'm X. You're the very end of X? I'm well, at the end of X. What do you consider Y? What do you consider generation I'm Y? I'm the very, very... I, the I, same I, as I th- older I think, millennials? I think X is 65 to 80. I think boomers are 65 and before. I'm the very, very beginning. I think millennials are 81 X. to... 2000 Y is probably after that. No, I think Z is after that. Or, I think Z yeah, is a little. But I thought there was sort of a split between generation between the oldest or the youngest generation X guys and uh, right before the. Yeah, I think I know. We're, we're in a oldest uh, being a sociology X. teacher. We're kind of in a sub generation. A sub generation. Yeah, I've always said that about you. Very sub generational. Yeah, thank you. What year Here, did you graduate, Nico? Ninety seven. You know what I consider you, Todd. A 95-time runner-up in the Davies County Trivia Contest. And, and Mike, let me say this here and now. Mike DeCourcy is my daddy. Thank you. Okay. I have to say that whenever he brings that up, I have to say Mike DeCourcy is my daddy. <laughs> oh, I, I don't ever finish. If you want tickets to that 
concert series, go to the Davis County Chamber of Commerce or Springs Valley Bank and, and, and yeah. get those yeah. tickets. What a, what a bargain, be, 80, yeah. 85 bucks for, for five well, I was, I was, Jovi alone. I was just going to say this. People of my vintage were like, oh, this isn't the Who, this isn't the Stones, this isn't McCartney. Fine. You know, and then people who are, well, I should say those are people a little older than me. People my age said, like, I remember when Prince and Springsteen and U2 did it. You know, and, and there's a group right there, too. Uh, I would imagine your people, your people. Um, <laughs> what do you been, mean, your people? Would have been, if any of them were alive, Cobain, Chris Cornell, um, uh, Stone oh. Temple Pilots. You, you know what I mean? And that then those just a little younger than you probably were huge ra- uh, hip-hop guys. Yeah. And, you know, we don't have to be hateful. We got enough hate going on. Thank Some you, Mike Corsi, and social media. But were ridiculous. Oh my God, it was it was crazy. I you just have to, to watch. Just turn it All on. right, so so here 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 we go. So I was All fine right. with no, it. No no no. Let, let, let's just let the cat out of the bag. The um, conservative on the podcast, not the Republican, the conservative says that the Super Bowl halftime show was a nine point five out of ten. And the greatest of his lifetime. That's me. I'm talking in the third person. And I'm, and I'm gonna tell that. and I'm gonna tell you why it didn't get a ten. And I and I watched it with my friend Brino over here. It, it was right next to you. Yeah, we were grooving. And it was Mary J. Blige. And not because I, I don't do know not, who that is. Well, okay. But it's not because I don't like or respect Mary J. Blige. I just thought in the midst of a feel good yeah. um what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah. Set. Okay. We, we didn't need to take it down a notch to, to just have your biggest hit. It needed to stay up because we had <laughs> middle-aged white mothers, including daughter-in-laws of Cindy Wilcher, dancing while this set came on. Everybody was grooving. I listened to The Chronic at least five times this week, top to bottom, because it's just it's just really good. I know nobody wanted to listen to John Prine. At, you know, at, You're right. At center of the Super Bowl. I get that. And we had our time. You know, and, and that's, the zeit, that's the zeitgeist. That's what happened at that time and place in your life. And I'm glad that, that they celebrated a, it. There's a, 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 a former, uh, uh, how do I want to say this, a guest on the Old School Red Hill podcast recently that I talked about playing on this podcast that wants Ricky Shelton. To be the Super Bowl oh halftime. Like, come on. <laughs> I can't think of anything I would want less than Good Jason Aldean, Florida gracious. Georgia line. I could take and, that and more than Ricky. Ugh. Luke Combs would be I like Luke really Combs. good. I don't it's like Luke Bryan. It's not that you can't have country acts or whatever. but No, I'm going to okay. say you probably shouldn't have country well, acts. There, just, that's where my hate's going to start. It's okay. My goodness, it, it, folks, you know calm down. You know, I can remember being... 18 years old and my uh, graduating and my parents taking everybody else to dinner for my graduation and somehow forgetting about me like I was in home alone. <laughs> but uh, don't worry about that. I'm not, you know, I'm not. Is bad. that why you don't shave anymore? Yeah. It hurt too bad. God. But nevertheless, <laughs> I sat out there the night of my graduation afterwards while my parents and family and friends all went to dinner. And I put on uh, Jack and Diane, American Fool, the Mellencamp album. And I had two bottles of Boone's Farm, and I just sat out on the pool diving board and just just drank them till I was silly. To this me, is a sad story. it is a sad story, <laughs> and it doesn't Boy. get any better. Hey. 
Cue the nevertheless, music. nevertheless, if you were to say, what is the music of 1982? I would say John Cougar Mellencamp. Well, John Cougar, American Fool, that album right there. Oh, that's great. Because it's that time and place. And, and I don't want to deny that to everybody 45 to 30 years old. I was disappointed in people. Just like, good gravy, come on. Well, and that that's where I, I think, you know, reasonable minds can differ. So, you know, for example, and I haven't even talked to my parents about it, but I know for a fact my parents, the second that there was any rap music, guess what they did? Like a reasonable human being would when do. When I got a sandwich? Hey, we're going to go get some more Swedish meatballs. Yep. We're going to turn the channels. We're going to see who's winning, Budweiser or Bud Light yep. in, the, in the Bud Bowl. Oh, the Puppy Bowl, yeah, probably. Where you'd be better would be the Drunken Puppy Bowl, where they drink Bud or Bud Light. <laughs> yeah. but no, but, and or the, go pee or and, and that, but, th- but that's where people... That's where people, and by the way, like, you know, that's where you vote with your remote. And, and, and Brino and I, we love, to a fault, more than grown men should, professional wrestling. Yes. The Rock couldn't get out of there fast enough. Uh, I was, we didn't need it. It was, Didn't need it. It was I weird. Said, I said it was like a lot of wrestling segments with a microphone. It lasted way too and, long. And, 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 but you know what? We pushed through it. It's okay. He looked fantastic. He looked great. Kind of like me and Brian o with, you know, in our, you know, tight-fitting medium know, shirts. I'm but. going on vacation next week, and my plan was back in, like, October to really get in shape. And really How'd that go? It bad. I'm, I'm now <laughs> looking toward pool season in, you know, May and June to look better. I am, God, I'm fat right now. This has taken a <laughs> sad turn. You know, it, it went from... I was a drunken teenager sitting there by not, myself. It went from boomers not changing the channel to Todd in one of the saddest stories that we need to dive into way God. more sometime, to The Rock and then to my physique. Well, no, but all, all, all of that being said, Brino, I mean, you you were in a, in a basement with a, a variety of different political viewpoints. And I can only speak to us, but I think the 20 or 25 people we were around all enjoyed it immensely. I, I do so. want to thank you guys for the invitation. That's, that's good. That, that's, you know, don't worry about I'll me. Let, I'll let you talk. I was, Maybe I can just sit out on the uh, diving board with a bottle of Boone's Farm <laughs> next year's Super Bowl. I was in a, a, a dancing sandwich between my wife to my right and Deco to my left. Yep, and I was in a dancing sandwich between your wife to my right and my, and my wife to the left. I forgot Michael Strahan. I think he's overrated. I forgot that from last week. I forgot to say at the top of the show. Man, an prom- astronaut, I for promised- God's He's like John Glenn. <laughs> I promised uh, Coach Rhett Wiersma from the Indiana Hoosiers this week and uh, talked to Rhett, and he, he got busy. All right, and last was- minute or so. Yeah. What about the Tyra Bus controversy that has broken you out know, at IU? I started IU. to put that on the list, and – because I, I – here's the thing. I, I, I didn't watch the broadcast last night. I knew where we were headed. Didn't even pay attention. Yeah, no, no need to get worked up. I have a feeling, just knowing a little bit, was she like over the top Wisconsin? I'm, I'm, that's, well, her boyfriend plays for Wisconsin. I understand that, but you can also be somewhat subdued. Yeah, I – and so I, I need to probably reserve comments yeah, until I it's, find out. It, it, it's, well, because you're kind of a Mount Carmel guy, aren't you? I mean, deep down inside. No, I am not a Mount Carmel guy. All right, I was just checking. Now, I think I we really root for Tyra. I had a contraband uh, uh, 
what do you call that on the wall? Fat head that I made for Tyra for my daughter Liv. We had that in the basement. Up I got one of them too. Yeah, very, very shortly ago. Um, I, we rooted, Tyra got us into IU sports. Liv loved her. So it's nothing, yeah. I mean, I hate Mount Carmel. But okay, I'm, I'm coming with a hot take. Are you ready? Yeah. Lay it on me. I have a feeling hey. she was over the top. All right. Hey, Tyra. Congratulations on that women's NIT. That was awesome. Why you got to be mean? Because. You I, just got the right to be mean? No, hold on. Because guess what? If the IU men get into the NIT and they go to like the final four of the NIT or whatever, what are we going to say about Trace Jackson Davis next year? We're going to say it was an abject failure. We're going to say it was ridiculous. We're going we're gonna to be calling for people's heads. But because it's IU women, oh, man. We won the NIT. But we were number sixty-five. Now I do and want now, to say this because though, we we love we love Coach Morin. We no, we do. Okay, and, and that's what I'm saying is, hey, when she left, guess what? I use women started doing. Oh yeah, going to the tournament. Okay, here's the only thing I've got to say, ugly, because you know I, I watched carry. I watched some of Mount Car Carmel's antics when they played Princeton, and that was. That was like a freaking episode and I of Hee Haw half the time. I, I do want to say this. I, I, while I don't have an affinity for, for Mount Carmel, Coach Haywood is a Mount Carmel grad, and he and I have talked about this, and, and he, I, I do like Coach Haywood. I'm just saying, because Mike knows I will hold a grudge, and I will hold a for significant years. grudge. For years. Uh, we had a Washington freshman game at Mount Carmel. I believe Tyra Buss's brother was the uh, coach of that team. Yeah, he's the head coach now. Well, he was, he was the, the freshman coach. And they called, they called 21 fouls against Washington in a game that didn't end up scoring 30 points, and Washington was still able to win. Let me tell you sometime. We don't have to do it now as we're 53 minutes into this podcast. In a podcast that Deco said, no way we're going 55 tonight. <laughs> no, I said, there's no way it's going to take me 55 to tell Todd to show. Oh. <laughs> um, I... I can tell you a really funny story sometime about um, the first week of September in Mount Carmel, 1986, when I nearly died. At the snake pit? Yes, in the snake pit and those mother... Stairs. Yes, it, it got ugly and it could have gotten worse. But back to the Tyra Bus thing. I have a feeling, again, it's a feeling, I haven't looked, I have a feeling she was way over the top rooting for Wisconsin and her man and people uh, retaliated. So we'll see. Well, I, I and, and I, but, but here's where I will absolve Tyra from anything, and that's where ESPN, which basically a lot of times can't get out of its own way. It, I, I have a hard time believing that 93% of IU fans last night tuned in to be, you know, just have their eardrums violated to hear that over and over and over. Guess what? I'm a basketball junkie, and I – oh, hey, hey, oh, hey, that's nice. Great. Would you Do we need it? eight segments about it? Oh, so there was. They, oh, they multiple went. segments. Oh, okay. Listen, so, I am the Rodney King of this podcast, and I just want to know why can't, the music. We, why can't we all just get along? Hit the music. <laughs> Rodney King. Of this podcast, why can't we all just get along? I don't. I don't. Where could we possibly go from there? <sighs> I don't. I don't know. So we will get Coach uh, Rhett Weersba here in a couple of weeks. We're gonna work on that. He promised he'd come on. Just wasn't a good week after the IU women's loss. And 
busy week getting ready for uh, this final stretch, and they need Mackenzie Holmes back in yeah. a big way. Yeah, they do. So we'll get ready. We're going to build toward the sectional draw, and that's going to start bringing that more into focus, Todd. And, and Purdue comes on in 10 minutes. We're rooting for March. Yeah, I see Rutgers is putting it on Illinois right now. No show next week. I'm out of town, and then we'll get back with you in two weeks, and uh, we'll have a little more of a clear picture at that point because we'll be heading in right into the sectional, and who knows what's coming on sectional week. And I don't know. There might be big things coming with this podcast. We'll see. Todd, you have a final word for the folks? You know, I just, I just want to say thank you to everybody who's been so supportive of me lately. I don't think you got told to shut up tonight. Who's been supportive of you? Nobody has. That's going to say. Maybe that's more of an invitation. I have. Todd, I really... Now that I know the Dottie Board Boone's Farm God, story... God, what a sad tale. You are good enough. You're smart enough and dug on it. I people, like me. People like you. I think that's right. Where we'll leave it. Thank you to Travis Brett, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance, Casa Sevilla. Of course, Cindy at Red Bones for having us in and letting us do our wonderful... Hey, we say this is like walking up on three guys in a sports bar and you never know what you're going to hear. And tonight's episode is a perfect example of that. And we will see you in two weeks. Enjoy finishing up the high school basketball season. Brino's mom. Tommy Lynn Sells. Guilty, but misunderstood. <laughs>